welcome to the Hearts Entwined podcast. In this podcast, we'll be having discussions around the secrets which attract lasting, healthy, fulfilling relationships, creating a healthy mindset, and what women should know and understand about men. Introducing your host, Lynn Smith, the Queen of Hearts, relationship expert, trainer, speaker, and best-selling author of the Cupid's Bow Technique. Lynn's mission is to have a positive impact in reducing divorce, domestic violence, and suicide. Welcome to the Hearts Entwined podcast. This is your host, Lynn Smith. And today, listeners, I've got a returning guest. He's a wonderful guy. His name is Taron Galati. Welcome, Taron. Thank you so much, Lynn. Thank you for having me again. Very nice. My my absolute pleasure. I really thoroughly enjoyed our, our last podcast episode. So uh, for those listeners that haven't heard it yet, uh, check out the previous episode which was all about um, contemplation and how to train your inner counsellor. So check that out. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about Venus. And this is all to do with Taryn's own three-step dating process. So welcome, Taryn. And let's get started. Tell us all about your three-step dating process. Thank you, Lynn. So Venus is essentially... Adios for meaningful dating. So if you remember when we spoke about adios the last time, the core problem is that if you live your life largely looking outward and not looking inward, then you don't have that connection with yourself. So you tend to make choices that may seem exciting in the short run, but are actually not right for you in the long run. And that is what causes you to make wrong choices, which may lead to an unfulfilling experience or stress or anxiety. So if you keep that as the basis and apply it to dating, what might tend to happen is you meet somebody, but if you don't know yourself really well, then you don't have that internal clarity, but you're still sitting across this table at a cafe with somebody then the only thing to go by is what you see on the outside. So you might tend to decide based upon superficial elements. How does that person look, social status, etc., etc., which may not necessarily be the foundation of a relationship. If that is what you're looking for, if you're looking for a long-term meaningful relationship, then that may not be the foundation. They may be important, but not necessarily something that can hold your relationship for a very long time. So Venus, the Venus approach is that a meaningful relationship does not start with finding the right person. It starts with finding yourself. If you don't know who you are, what you want and who you want it with, what are you even looking for? Now, if you look at the dating websites today, you might create a profile. The dating app might claim it has a very superior AI algorithm that will match you. But think about what's happening. If you are not clear and the other person is also not clear about who they are, both of you have a profile. The AI algorithm is really matching two confused people. 
which is exactly why it doesn't work because the fundamentals are not taken care of so with venus we have defined a three step process step 1 find yourself step 2 find a friend step 3 find a partner so you start with finding yourself once you've done that then when you meet somebody first try to find a friend in that person is there a fundamental connection do your values align can you have a meaningful conversation not just fun not just short term excitement is there a meaningful conversation that is happening do you see this person as a friend and if you find that then you ask the third question can this person also be my partner because you might find many people who could be great friends but everybody cannot be your partner so yes other elements which could be physical attraction or romance very important in an intimate relationship all we are saying is don't start with that and say okay if this is done let's be together find yourself first then see if you can find a friend and then say find a partner and if in some cases physical attraction strikes instantly cupid biology that's fine you see the person uh, and you find them really attractive that's good pick step 3 all that means is when you get to step 3 or if you get to step 3 with this person those elements are already taken care of don't just stick everything right off and say yes that's the approach in brief excellent i love it and i think you know the first step you know in in terms of finding yourself i think sometimes you know a lot of people become maybe unintentionally single and they're desperate to sort of share their life with somebody and and are constantly looking for love and not understanding why they might be uh, repelling that or it ends up just being a, a one one night stand or you know they never end up getting on to a second date and i think this is because you know from what you've said and i totally agree with they've not done the work on themselves initially and being single is a great time Uh, you know look at it as being a great time to prepare and actually do that step one in your process isn't it yeah so the idea is date yourself first that's where you start don't look for another person just to fill a vacuum because then in many instances that vacuum is really coming from within not from without so if you just try to fill in with somebody and say no i just need somebody i can't be single then the chances are very high that you will end up with the wrong person because you don't really know what will make you more peaceful you haven't asked that question probably all you're craving for is some company mm. and quite often i you know meet people that um you know have done the work on themselves and therefore they're carrying the baggage from previous relationships into their next relationships and then wondering why they're dating the same person but you know with a different face basically yeah because think about it if you aren't clear about who you are and if you follow the older approach where you say find a partner first on superficial elements what happens you find a partner that is step 1 for you 
But later on, in a few days, in a few weeks, you realize that you are unable to find a friend in that person. And why is that? Because you never found yourself. We have just put it in the right order. Instead of saying, find a partner first and then discovering, oh, I can't find a friend, and that's because I have not found myself. Find yourself, step one. Then see if you can find a partner, find a friend in that person, and then ask yourself if you can find a partner in that person. So when you're working with people, Taryn, around you know the, the step one part of the process in terms of finding yourself, what what you know what what do would you mind sharing a couple of exercises that or um, what what you teach as part of that process, that step one process? So the way this works is you go through the eight week Venus program on the Adios app. The core program is the same because that is primarily about finding yourself. But if you're going through the Venus module, there is an additional Venus module attached to it. So not only do you go through the core program where you learn the principles, the contemplation, etc., you also go through the Venus framework. So for example, you would go through principles which will get you to ask, what makes me more peaceful? What makes me more restless? You will go through an exercise which will ask you to dig into your values. Go back in time. Think about what really made you more peaceful. What makes you more restless? So to understand yourself well. That's the find yourself bit. And then when you go through the Venus module, you define your own profile in week three, four, five. That's where, as you begin your finding yourself journey, you write your own profile around week three, week four, week five, using what are my values, what makes me more peaceful. And other tactical elements such as this is the kind of food I like, those things can be added. But those are not the fundamentals. Here you're working on the fundamentals of your profile. And then in week six, seven, eight, you also write a desired partner profile based upon what you have done in terms of finding yourself in the past five weeks. You also write in detail what are the qualities, behavioral characteristics that I'm looking for in my partner. What are the absolute no's, deal breakers? that should not be there in a person. So you see, systematically, you have spent a lot of time thinking about yourself, getting to know yourself, then writing all that down. And hence, you're able to more clearly describe the person that you're looking for, which is why when you go to the next step and meet people, you're looking for those qualities because now you are clear, you have an internal reference point. And so it's almost like, sorry, and then you sort of automatically are disqualifying those that don't show up with those qualities. Yeah, because you you can see more clearly now. It's as simple as that. It's almost like you have a new a new pair of prescription glasses on, rather than sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Rather than sunglasses. 
Okay, so um, when when you talk about values, for the benefit of the audience members that don't understand what examples of values are, could you give a few examples of what people are, or you know, help them to understand what what values are when we're talking about values? Some examples could be being polite to others might be very important for you. Now, in general, it's a good value to have, but that isn't what we are talking about. What I'm saying is, here you're discovering yourself. What makes you more peaceful? So if being respectful to others really means a lot to you, which basically means if someone is not being respectful to others, it disturbs you. Then you take that as one of the values and say, okay, this is really important for me. If I don't have this, I don't feel very peaceful. And then you might look for the same values in your partner. So for you, if they leave the, the towel on the bed may not be a big deal for you. But if they don't speak to somebody politely, that may really create a fundamental disconnect. So now you are clearer as to what, what's a deal breaker. Another value could be, I want to spend reasonable time at home. So I don't always want to be out partying, which is essentially silent time. Now, if that is important and it can fundamentally disturb your life if it doesn't go that way, then that's a very important value. The fact that you have to like the same cuisine may not be very important to you. So it's those kind of things. Honesty. For you, being truthful almost all the time might be very important. Whereas for some other people, it's fine even if you lie once in a while, it's a petty thing. It doesn't bother them. So that's something that only you can find about yourself. What really matters to you and what disturbs your peace of mind. Yeah, things like monogamy might be very important to you that you know that uh, you're in a monogamous <laughs> relationship as well as you know things like uh, wanting somebody that's a, a non-smoker or non-drinker for example yeah so those actually could sit in the deal breaker list that this just does not work like for example you took uh, the example of drinking now social drinking drinking in general is very acceptable, very normal. But if you are somebody who has a problem with it, then it is going to disturb you. So you have to be clear about it. And you see, that's where the self-control of not getting swayed by other elements and saying, oh, everything else is fine. The person looks so good, etc. It's okay. I can ignore the drinking part. But if it is really, really fundamental to you, it is going to bother you later on. You won't be fine with it. Once you get used to the cute smile or the six packs, 
then this is going to come up. So yeah. which is where you're looking at fundamentals? Absolutely. And it's more important, you know, than um, physical traits, isn't it? You may you may find somebody really attractive, but they might not have these same values as you, which in, in, in is obviously going to be a recipe for disaster in the relationship, not working there, there, there onwards, isn't it? Yeah, and there could be some other elements, for example, your preferences of communication. One person could be very comfortable with hugging each other, holding each other. But if you are somebody who is not comfortable, then you should not have a partner who wants to hold you. Because if you're not comfortable and your partner wants to, both of you are going to get disturbed about it. Mm. Because for someone who is tactile, who likes hugging, kissing as an expression of affection, if they cannot do it, that's a punishment. Yeah, I can honestly say that that is, you know, one of my love languages is I love physical touch, you know, and I really like to be with a partner that loves to hug and hold hands and kiss. Um, so that's very important for me. Yeah, now imagine if you're with somebody who says, no, just keep keep distance. It's very difficult. It yeah. will affect the fundamentals of your relationship. It's hard not to feel rejection, even if you've done a lot of work on yourself to sort of perceive rejection as just feedback that maybe something's not in alignment in terms of, um, you know, your compatibility. But, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it, it can be for a lot of people, you know, very much perceived as rejection, can't it? Yeah, because it's a fundamental element missing, which is not the same as, okay, you like chocolate ice cream, I like vanilla ice cream, doesn't matter. Not very, very important, probably. But this, this could practically break a relationship. Yeah, and I think it's quite important to, to know what it is that, um, you know, is your thing that you really like um, from a point of view of knowing what makes you feel loved in a relationship, such as, you know, physical touch may or may not be important for you. Uh, it might be something else, but... Um, you know, it, it, I think as part of the process of understanding yourself and doing that inner work, you get to realize, you know, what it is and be clear about what it is that's important for you in a relationship regarding um, your own primary love language. And um, then, like you said, you know, once you know yourself really well, it, you automatically then are sending out a signal of uh, energy, energetically even that's going to attract somebody that's going to fulfill that need or or not need, but um, you know, that that criteria that that will make you feel loved. Yeah, and what do you need for that? You need to be aware. Yes. If you aren't clear, then you're just going with the flow and if you're just trying to fill a gap as quickly as you can, then chances are high that you want to ignore many of these things and say, okay, let me just get into a relationship because I don't want to be single. That can be disastrous. It can, because um, if over a period of time, if you have a, you know, a, quite a few 
relationships that don't work out for you it can be a bit soul destroying and then get to the point where you close your heart off completely to any sort of relationship going forward yeah which is why the venus approach is essentially starting with yourself because if you have to get to a relationship counselor in most cases it is already too late if you can be more thoughtful about it before you get in at least your odds are high that you will pick the right person because you're listening for the right things mm. when you're sitting with them and uh, i like the fact that you said step 2 is about you know the, the friendship you know having that foundation of friendship i think is is equally as important as doing the work on yourself because um you know it, it just means that there is that sort of foundation of compatibility that's going to set you up for success going forward isn't there yeah we have defined three vows for venus i will care for you forever i will respect you forever i will be your friend forever and the reason why we have done this is if you have these three elements i care for my partner i respect my partner and i am a friend things usually don't go wrong but if these are missing think about it for a minute if i don't respect my partner then the foundation is shaken physical intimacy cannot hold a relationship together because the point is that lasts for a few minutes maybe hour but the point is what are you going to do for the remaining 23 hours if you don't have a fundamental bond if you don't want to be with that person if you don't respect that person if you don't feel like caring for that person then there is no relationship it's no. a transaction and that can be um i suppose how do you view then relationships do you think they necessarily should be forever or do you think sometimes in our lifetime you know there is you know probably a few long term relationships you're less, you're destined to have but you know very high quality can be still very high quality relationships so that is something that you need to decide for yourself because you know what makes you more peaceful there are possibilities that as you go along things might change you change circumstances change the other person might change but if you have gotten into it thoughtfully step 1 and 2 if you have been thoughtful about things while you are in that relationship then even if you choose to exit even the exit will be thoughtful absolutely it will be manageable Uh, 100% agree hopefully with some that. respect hopefully some respect will remain even after you're not together maybe the friendship may remain but being thoughtful makes it a lot easier yeah i've personally been through that because i was married for 23 years and it was a very good relationship you know we were very happy for the most part but we just did in the end literally grow apart you know and it just felt like it was a, a natural progression to end that relationship because um it did feel like it had run its course but I'll, I'll always have a love and respect for my ex-husband so that's a very mature and a very thoughtful way of looking at it 
it doesn't have to be bitter no it doesn't and um it's it's good to sort of feel like you know you can part and initially th there can be a few bits of angst that needs to be ironed out but um i think for the most part if you set out to sort of end a relationship in in the most amicable way possible it usually works out eventually that you can still remain friends hopefully <laughs> and i think it becomes easier to do that if you had those fundamental components of care respect and friendship mm. in some measure because yeah. if those were missing then all you have is hatred yeah I do think in today's modern society, um, for me personally, I don't think um, when we get married that you necessarily need to have those vows that it needs to be for life. Obviously, you hope it will be and that you'll always be growing together as people. But if that doesn't happen, you know, from, from my personal experience, it's, it's not a bad thing to um, still have them as a person that, that taught you a lot and have still have respect and friendship and, and love for that person, but know that you're now ready for a different relationship going forward and um, that can equally you know, follow a similar path or not as the case may be. Yeah, and when you're... <clears throat> yeah, and when you are thoughtful about it, which is what contemplation helps you to do, you are able to take the high road out, if you have to take a road out. You don't have to make it messy. And that self-control is gained through contemplation, because you are deeply in connection with yourself. It gives you the courage and the conviction to, to be able to take the high road out, to be respectful and to care for the other person even if it is ending, because it, it may not work out for many reasons. It doesn't have to be something uh, that you had thought of. Not no, thoughtful, thoughtful no, no um, and the thing is that, you know, for me, it was very important not to um, go into a no relationship without first ending my previous relationship. It wasn't on the cards for me to think, oh, I... Um, I'm going to be unfaithful, for example, that 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 would be, in my mind, very disrespectful. Um, but my husband, funnily enough, at the time said that it probably would have been easier for me if I had done that, found somebody else. But, you know, for me, that was definitely not something I would do. Hmm. Yeah, very personal. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's was, it was quite upsetting to hear that um, he actually found it harder because he felt like, I suppose, it was more of a personal rejection of him, um, you know, in me saying that there wasn't anybody else. It was just I felt the relationship had run its course. So it was a very hard thing to do. But, you know, happily, he's he's remarried now. And uh, hopefully he That's sees good. it was a good decision. <laughs> well, I think... There is always a possibility of some sadness when this happens, because we are humans. All we are saying is, being thoughtful helps you be more mature, and hence deal with it gracefully. Yeah, absolutely. So when it comes to finding a partner, 
Uh, I do feel that, like you said, it's it's very important to to know what what potential deal breakers there might be and to focus on your values and how you you want to be how you want to feel in a relationship rather than any any sort of uh, superficial physical attraction, for example, initially. Yeah. So that's the process that you follow. And uh, let me tell you what happens after that. Once you've gone through the find yourself bit, you've created your profile, you've created your desired partner's profile, which is for your clarity. Then you can either sign up to the wait list of the matchmaking portion of Venus, where we meet you after the program before you get into the matchmaking section. But the goal is not that you should also find your partner on Venus. You can find them anywhere. You could, that partner might be in your office. So the goal is go through the process so that you use the right approach. And if you can find them on Venus, that's great. But you don't have to find them on Venus. But wherever you find them, use the approach. Find yourself, find a friend, only then find a partner. I love your three-step process, Taryn. So um, if the audience are interested in knowing more about your Venus three-step program, um, what's the best contact information you can share with us today? You could go to the website, which is www.loveisvenus.com. I think that's there. You start your journey there and then go into the app, take the program and take it from there. Excellent. Any, any final words of wisdom on this subject before we end this particular episode? I reiterate, step one, find yourself. Step two, find a friend. Only then step three find a partner in that order can absolutely 100 percent, you know totally concur what taryn has just said that it's a really really good process to take you through self through those three steps to ensure that you get the best healthiest quality partner it's not about just get, attracting any sort of or this partner will do for now type situation this is about attracting a healthy long-term relationship isn't it yeah because if you follow this then it'll also be a meaningful one yeah. and that's what matters you feel good you feel that you're thriving with your partner which usually is the goal absolutely absolutely so thank you so much taran it's been very insightful as always really enjoyed this conversation so thank you very much for being a guest and talking us through your venus three-step program today thank you lynn it was an honor so listeners just leaves me to say true love starts with opening our hearts and until next time goodbye for now thanks for listening to the hearts entwined podcast you can follow lynn via the facebook group two hearts entwined or search lynn smith inspirational speaker at LinkedIn or email lynn at hearts-entwined.com. That's L-Y-N at hearts-entwined.com. Remember, true love starts 
with opening our hearts.